Headlines in recent years scream out. Senate's abuse of filibuster rule threatens democracy. A dangerous dysfunction. Filibuster abuse. Founding fathers didn't plan it this way. Filibuster gone rogue. A Senate rule that cripples our democracy. And a Harvard Crimson op-ed proclaims tyranny of the minority. The 2009-2010 Republican filibuster of the health care reform proposals of President Obama and the Congressional Democrats, and the struggles to reach the 60-vote supermajority necessary to overcome this tactic, moved the filibuster and associated Senate parliamentary maneuvers again to center stage. As has occurred from time to time in the Senate's history, frustrated majorities and their constituencies as well as observers in academia, the media, and the Congress itself, have demanded the elimination of unlimited debate in the Senate. Lawyer Thomas Gagan, in a New York Times op-ed, fumed, the Senate, as it now operates, really has become unconstitutional. He declared that the filibuster is a revision of Article I itself, not used to cut off debate, but to decide in effect whether to enact a law. Lloyd Cutler, who was White House counsel under both President Jimmy Carter and President Bill Clinton, asserted, A strong argument can be made that its requirements of 60 votes to cut off debate and a two-thirds vote to amend the rules are both unconstitutional. And the New York Times, in a 1995 editorial, called it an archaic rule that frustrates democracy and serves no useful purpose. The leader of the U.S. House of Representatives, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, California, in a July 2010 interview with the Huffington Post, attacked the Senate filibuster as the 60-vote stranglehold on the future. She demanded, The Senate has got to go to 51 votes and not 60 votes. Getting from where the nation is to a sustainable place would require doing away with the filibuster. She continued, It's very doable. It's just a decision. And one of the decisions that has to be made is that the Senate has to go to 51 votes and not 60 votes. Otherwise, we are totally at their mercy. In the Senate itself, young senators in their first term, like Tom Udall, Democrat New Mexico, Jeff Merkley, Democrat Oregon, and Mark Udall, Democrat Colorado, began working seriously on filibuster reform. Veteran Senator Tom Harkin, Democrat Iowa, dusted off a proposal he offered in 1995 to more or less sweep the filibuster away and began pressing for its consideration once again. There can be little argument but that the right to filibuster in the Senate is being abused. It has been by both parties. It has become the fashion in the public media, academia, and in some quarters of the Congress itself to view the filibuster as strictly a tactic of obstruction and as an affront to majority rule. Nearly forgotten or simply dismissed is the role that extended debate has played in giving voice to minorities, protecting the moderating role of the Senate, and the Senate's place as the intended counterweight to an otherwise unchecked executive. In these times of extreme partisan polarization, this role is more, not less, important.